I, I think it's just an acquired taste. Like, you know, I don't really, I don't feel like it was something that uh, was supposed to, you know, change the game necessarily. I don't know. I just, I don't know very many companies that think that, think that way. Let's make yeah, something yeah. that doesn't make a lot of noise. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. It probably won't make a lot of noise because there's no hard drive in it. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, Lord. Oh, I oh, like them apples. Get out of here. Oh. Next story, please. <laughs> gentlemen what's up how are you doing it's me manny c i'm sitting here with tie fighter and the one and only buddha will we are part of the hardcore casuals a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated to bringing you the very best of games gaming and all things entertainment ladies and gentlemen welcome to the hardcore casuals lounge oh baby another friday another podcast uh well should should we should we just start pretending like it's monday we should right that's what the pros do (laughs) right i mean but then what if there's like news that happens over the weekend and people are gonna be like why didn't they talk about that saturday news if it's monday no we we are honest people you're absolutely right yeah integrity that's that's what Absolutely. we're all about. The hardcore journalistic integrity. That's right. <laughs> Our true fans know when we record this. They know. They know. That is true. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's podcast night. Oh, have a good one. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. Hopefully, they're in the Discord. You know, they they see us in the channel right there, and they know we're talking about them. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking <laughs> know, of which, um, just always checking in. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I see them right there. Oh, yeah, yes, we see, I them. see them. Oh, yeah. Alive. <laughs> Um, and and uh, if you want to hop on in on on the Discord, uh, you can do so. Uh, all you got to do is go to thehardcorecasuals.com. That's our website. You'll see the blog. You'll see the the pot, collection of podcasts there. Uh, and soon to come, uh, there's going to be a bit more there. Oh, baby! Uh, you could also say uh, you'll see the links right there. But uh, you could also do thehardcorecasuals.com/slash/discord. Right. If you want to go direct into the discord uh, and if you're if you're feeling uh, like, hey, these guys, I, I kind of like them. I like them. They're they're doing they're doing the good work. Uh, and you want to you want to, uh, you know, maybe maybe give a latte's worth of uh, of of patronage. You could do so at the hardcore casuals dot com slash um, Patreon, the hardcore casuals dot com slash Patreon. Oh, baby. Uh, now that that's out of the way. What have you guys been up to? How's your How's your week been? I mean, it's been solid, man. It's just working uh, really hard. We've got some cool things developing at work uh, that I'm not super allowed to talk about just yet, but cool Ooh. stuff on the way that I'll share as, as soon as I'm able to. But 
Uh, as far as games, it was another fun week of uh, Destiny and Division. But then also, um, who do I talk about? Actually, we talked about it last week. Uh, Prey came out on Game Pass, and so yeah. I decided to give that a crack. And oh. I spent two or three hours playing Prey this week. Nice. What do you think uh, of it? That's a that's a freaky game. So for those who have never played Prey, it, it plays a lot like Bioshock. Uh, you know, kind of first person. The first thing they give you is a wrench that you're supposed to just beat everything with. Uh, and then you're just kind of making your way through the environment of this particular game. Uh, there's, you know, twists in the story, like even even within the first like hour, basically like they get they set up a story for you and then they basically turn it on its head almost right away. And then you realize what you need to do and start making your way. But uh, the main like bad guys that I've seen so far in this game are called mimics, basically these little black flubber spider things, mm-hmm. but they have the ability to change form into literally anything that may be in front of you. They could look like a chair. They can look like a, a coffee mug. They can look like whatever. Uh, the only thing that you can do to protect yourself is to listen. Uh, when you get close, they make this little like sound. It's really creepy. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, as soon as you hear it, you kind of try and figure out which direction it came from and then just start smacking everything, right? So I'm just going around smacking coffee mugs and smacking chairs. Because uh, if you get the drop on them, you get like a critical hit or whatever, and it does a little bit of extra damage. Uh, but then there's, you know, there's uh, indicators of stealth. There's powers that you uh, can have access to. You can increase your strength so you can like move stuff. Uh, there's, you know, some pretty good like climbing around and some puzzle solving that, that has to be done. I did a section that was in uh, in space. Uh, so that kind of gives away a little bit of it. But that was a really, really well done three dimensional uh, space sequence. Uh, where you kind of have to make your way through a, a pretty disorienting section because uh, there's no kind of there's no real horizontal plane. Uh, if you've ever uh, dealt with h- introducing a third axis of movement, right? Usually it's just X and Y, but when you put a Z axis on it, it gets a, a, a lot more complicated. So I was getting a little little woozy there, but uh, otherwise <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But it's unsettling. It's uh, it's it definitely fits into the category of games that I can't play for long periods of time because they they make me nervous and I don't do so good with nervous man. So, <laughs> like I said, I played it for a couple hours and then I'm like, cool. I switched it over to the division and start killing bad guys. I felt good about it, but uh, yeah, it was fun, good times. Um, the only bummer part of the news uh, that I have about division is that we found out that the raid that was supposed to come out next week got pushed back. Uh, they're doing a lot of balance changes right now. Basically making the game a little bit more casual player friendly by reducing the dependence on some particular rare talents that that sometimes roll on certain armor sets. And so people were basically depending on these particular talents in order to be able to do damage to the highest level enemies. And so what they did is they nerfed a couple of these talents, which obviously makes people very mad, but then they also nerfed the enemies. So in general, the enemies are a little bit weaker. They hit a little bit less hard. Uh, not a lot, I mean, enough, but enough to make a difference so that you don't have to have these really great talents in order to do damage. So it just made it a little bit more customer friendly. I was playing tonight uh, and I actually I actually bumped it up to the next difficulty level. I went from hard to challenging just because we were just sweeping the floor with the hard enemies. Uh, but yeah, it worked out really well. It was a blast and I'm, I'm, I really like the feel of the game right now. I really like how the enemies feel and, and time to kill feels good. And uh, now I'm in the process of of just trying to find that right gear to make my character as strong as I can because I'm getting I'm getting up there towards max power and uh, that means it's time to start getting all your all your talents and all your passive stats and everything to start falling in place so you can be as strong as you want as you can be so 
it's fun. I will continue to grind. It's, you know me, but it's all I got for you. Excellent. I was really hoping you'd tell me you were going to, that you were, uh, that you, uh, jumped in some monster hunter. That's what I thought when you said, so oh, I had this plan to jump into monster hunter. I had like reached out to mixer and I'm like, Hey, can I get a uh, feature slot on Thursday? Cause monster hunters coming to game pass. I think it would be a good day to stream monster hunter. And then they never got Ooh. back to me. And since Thursday is normally the night my raid team meets up and does destiny stuff, I figured if I didn't have the excuse of being on the front page, then I shouldn't let them down. And so I decided to play destiny with them instead. Uh, it's on the list though, for sure. Uh, definitely want to check it out. Heck yeah. I can't wait. Can't wait to see what you think. Yeah. I saw, I saw Nick. Well, uh, dabbling in on the monster hunter a little bit. Well, Dude, I thought I he played it before. I had a couple he was on members come in and say that they got game pass just so they could try it. Really? I'm stoked about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, because right now Game Pass has got that sweet deal right now. So if you're not, yeah, you've never had a been for three months or something like that. Yeah. 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 If you've never so been, you could ba- uh, you could basically play the entirety of the game and many other games if you like for a buck. So I mean, easy piece. Hard to beat. Hard to beat. Yeah, absolutely. And really, I mean, with and I know you guys were probably tired of hearing this, but. With the with the games that are on on Game Pass at this point, if you're an Xbox dude, like I mean, Do it's it. it's it's almost it's almost like mandatory. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 really good. Mm. Um, so uh, anyway, let's see what what did I play? I played uh, a little bit of the Siege. You know, uh, mm-hmm. as as you guys know, I got I just played freaking ranked the other day. I went from gold three to silver four. Oh, uh, ew, dude! In one day, in just in <laughs> just in just an evening, it was oh my god! And and for those of you who 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 don't know the, uh, it goes four, three, two, one, and uh, one being the highest, of course, right? And then right right next to gold. So I was in the middle of the gold tier, and I went almost down to to uh, to bronze, man. Which is like oh my god! It was a rough day. It was a really rough, <laughs> a really rough day. <laughs> Um, but on the flip side, I got to platinum on magic, the gathering, um, which, which I'm like super happy about uh, except, and I was telling Buddha just the other day, like, Oh, you know, I got it. And, and then I played a couple more games and I just was destroyed every single <laughs> game. Once I got into to platinum and I, I was just like, Oh, Buddha, I'm, I can't win. <laughs> I just can't win. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to win again. <laughs> you know, oh, like these geez. decks were crazy, bro. Like, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's like a whole different ball game. It's really weird. It's like, I, 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 I feel as if the, for magic, the gathering, like the, the gold tier plays a certain way. And the, and there's lots and lots of life gain. Like I've seen, and I, I have a life gain deck. Uh, which is again, you gain life and you use that life uh, as as a weapon. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, and I I have that that deck, and I saw lots and lots of other decks very similar to mine, right? But I was able to keep on tweaking it, and uh, until I actually had a, a really formidable one. And and in this platinum tier. It's all about like control, like and and I I hate this stuff. I see a couple of mill decks, but a lot of like oh you th- you think you're gonna play this one card? No, 
you know, we're going to do away with this and we're going to we're going to do away with your hands. And it's just it's a really frustrating <laughs> way to lose. And I'm just seeing that again and again and again. So now I just need to retool. I need to rethink. I'm not I, I need to, to go in with 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 uh, Sensei Buddha and be like, <laughs> show me the ways of of the blue deck. Right. Blue being control. But, you know, whatever. Um I just beat just now. I just beat Dishonored. Um, hey, congratulations, dude! Yeah, yeah. There you, go. you know what? I really enjoyed that game. Uh, so I was, I was, uh, oh, I had uh, Britt who who got the game for me, right? Mm, uh, nice, and nice. and uh, I, I made sure that she was there. And I'm playing, and it took me like two hours because I was trying to do it on stealth, and I gave up on stealth. It was just too much. There are too many dudes. Every everywhere I went, they were they were there and they were freaking setting alarms up. And it was just like, oh my god, that's it, that's it. I'm going in, guns blazing. So finally, in the last round, that last level, I was just killing people left and right. You know, and it it was pretty good actually. It was pretty fun. Uh, all the stealth went out the window. Huh? All the stealth went out the window. I just couldn't do it. I got I was frustrated, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because there's because, you know, when you do stealth, you got to you have to sit and you have to wait. You got to be patient. And, mm. you you know, you go, you knock out a body, you run away, you hide the body and you wait for the next one. And you do that for a while. Right. For like 30 minutes or whatnot. And then one mistake well, somebody sees something. And that's all out the window. Then the, the alarm sets, all that work gone because all the, you know, the, 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 the new guards come out and replace the ones you knocked out. And it's like, bro, the, screw this. We're going in. We're going in. Guns blazing. Uh, either way, though, a lot of fun. Uh, thank you so much, Britt, for, for gifting me the game. Uh, now now i got to figure out what, what the hell is next, you know. I'm going to do the DLCs, that's for sure. Maybe some uh, uh, Hellblade Cinema Sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe some Hellblade. Uh, maybe what remains of Edith. Dude, I, Manny, at this point, I legitimately think you're you're afraid of it, and you're just not doing it because you're scared. <laughs> yeah, the games, I think those you're those two it. games just might be too hard for him. Honestly. I mean, I know it's very scary to have voices in your head, and it can be unsettling. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna have to man up. You're just gonna gotta, you gotta do it, dude. Well, you're gonna you know, talk I, about games. <laughs> The thing I need, I need a special gaming chair, right, with extra absorbent seat cushions. I think that's what it is. Yeah, for all the poop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, well, whatever, whatever leaks out there, you know. You know, I mean, uh, but I'm telling you, dude, it's it's worth the time. Wh- whether you stream it or not is up to you. Maybe maybe stream like your first or your your second play session of it. Like play, you know, stream. Do the first part by yourself to get a feel for what it is and then do it on stream, but uh, whatever you need to do, I, I definitely think it's worth it. It's such a good experience. It's such a cool journey that you go on with this character and, and uh, some cool puzzles and you see some, some very interesting art and some very interesting gameplay design. Um, absolutely. It has its pitfalls and, and I've written about them before, but uh, I mean, man, you gotta do it. It's game of the year stuff, right? There. I, 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 I will. I, I fully intend. I'm not gonna make promises anymore. I'm not gonna make promises anymore. But I will. I you heard I, me too many times. <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, did you guys? Did you guys think of my penalty for 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 not getting it at the end of end of the month? You gotta play it, dude. 
Well, no, I will play it, but there was supposed to be some sort of, you know, like, like. Well, terrible... me and Ty didn't really talk about it yet, but uh, I mean, I did, I did order the, the Choco Challenge. The what? Uh, well, yeah, what is this? Oh, Choco a chance challenge? to look that one up. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a cho- is it Choco. Is that how you say it? Coco, <sighs> Choco, Coco, Coco Challenge. Do I have to do like uh, uh, incognito mode for this one? Mm, no, 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 no. No, if you type that in YouTube, there's plenty of people taking this challenge. It's um, oh, is it like putting cocoa in your mouth? Uh, no, no, uh, not quite. Uh, a little bit more intense than that. It's a Choco uh, challenge. Yes, yes. The Choco challenge by Fuego Box: spicy mm. chocolate infused with the Black Reaper pepper. Mm. Oh, so that's it. You're just eating it, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think but jokes uh, on you. It's like a bajillion. <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> Featuring the unreleased Black Reaper, a pepper hotter than the Carolina Reaper. What the sea? Oh, so why are they? Hey, why are go, they though. making the- these peppers hotter and hotter? The Carolina Reaper is freaking ridiculously stupid hot. Dude, because because there's a demand for it because it's pushing the limits, just like with anything else, you know. It's bragging rights, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. Thankfully, so this- I am not. I am not succumbing to that sort of peer pressure in any way, shape, or form. Uh, that is, I mean, man, you want to talk about how to ruin Ty's week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, so it's, uh, uh, some mysterious pepper that's hotter than the hottest pepper in the world. Mm -hmm. Does it have a Scoville unit on there? Uh, I don't see one here. Okay. All right. So Choco challenge it is, um, and we're going to take a look at it, and I guess we'll we'll be we'll be giving you some some news on it sometime in the near future. Um, I'm mm. going to have to pick it up. So that's that's mm-hmm. what it is. Incredibly spicy um, chocolate <coughs> as my penalty. So I'm not going to make promises anymore. Uh, <laughs> I mean, can we expect, can we expect a? Uh, a YouTube video of Manny going through the Chaco Challenge. I I think I think I think that's definitely uh, was was going to have to happen. We're, I think yeah. there's no yeah. we have to, no choice. We have to be able to see this event. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, do we put a deadline on this? Uh, um, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I'll 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 get to ordering right now. I just need to to look it up and yeah. we'll, we'll make it we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen okay. within within. Uh, I'm excited. What is it? By by end of May. <laughs> I was like, by, I'm excited. By mid May. Let's by by mid May. Yeah. So uh, it by depends mid-May. on how, how long it takes for it to get, for it to come in. I got to take a look at it. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll get it done in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm and with that said, dude, that's gonna be a bummer. You're not gonna like that. I'm probably not. But <laughs> I mean, I like chocolate. Chocolate's good. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. And here's the thing. I like hot sauce. I do. But I don't know, dude. That feels like jumping in a in a tank with a shark and being like, it's okay. I like fish. Yeah. See, so I like, like hot I mean, sauce, but I, I know right, I know I the, like the habanero is incredibly hot. And these other peppers have been coming along that are like, oh, it's so much hotter than the habanero. And I'm like, bro, does it have to be that much hotter? It's so freak like the habanero is so hot, bro. And now this ghost uh, pepper. Well, yeah, I mean, you look know at the Scoville's and it like it dwarfs the hot pepper. The I know. Habanero. I know. It's like so. It so this new it. pepper that's even hotter. It's the black version. 
Mm. <laughs> which right. is always the more premium mm. and, and more hardcore. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. So what is what is, what is it called? Black pepper, or the black X or something? The uh, uh, black reaper. The, the black There's reaper. The black reaper. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anything with a reaper on the end of it's usually uh It's just it's just scary. Gonna be man. Tough. It's gonna be tough. All right, all right. So, so heads up, heads up. Uh, uh, check out on the Discord, the hardcorecasuals.com slash slash Discord for more information. Make sure you're checking our follow, um, our socials. Right at HCC streaming. It says at HCC streaming, whether it be Instagram or or Twitter. Make sure you drop the follows there. Um, you will be hearing more information on. My Chaco Challenge. My Chaco Challenge. All right. My Chaco Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Buddha. What uh, what have you been playing this week? Oh man. Um. So uh, because of all this talk of like Borderlands three and all this stuff, and I'm like, you know, I never did finish Borderlands. So I went ahead and just got the uh, the Game of the Year edition since I didn't have it. You nailed it. And uh, I've been playing it, uh, me and the boys, uh, you know, we decided like, hey, you know what, let's just go through this, uh, this campaign and play it. So we've been playing it for a couple of days and uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, the read, uh, the, the game of the year edition is, is been uh, like remastered. It's, uh, it's, it's all cleaned up, looks really nice, looks like it belongs on Xbox One. It came with all the, the, uh, the DLC that came with it uh, back in the day and um, it's got even more weapons that they added to it, uh, uh, and whatnot, but, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I, I, like when I first played it back in the day on 360, like, I think, I think maybe I got, I, I went to like the first boss and then other games came along cause I'm notorious for starting a new game after I've already started another one, no matter how much I like it. So, um, those were, it was just, that was just one of those games that ended up being put on a on the the mighty well, I mean, I'll, I'll give it to you the opening few hours of that game can be pretty dry it it, it, it kind of is but because it's kind of fresh for me um you know I, I i didn't mind playing through it um i don't know i'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that i'm i'm i'm, I'm brick uh the berserker dude, he's he's, a, he's the best dude the brawler yeah 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 man and uh you know i just i just get pumped up and i and i run at the you know like uh you know the boys will say oh man this guy's a tough one i'm like really let me pump up and just run in there real quick and just, bah, 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 bah. i want to punch him yeah yeah I yeah like i don't know so that's that's been pretty fun pretty fun so it's pretty cool i'm glad uh i'm glad i got to uh check it out and i'm having fun with uh with the boys playing it um, the other thing that we're having a lot of fun with is uh, uh, Battlefield Five Firestorm, um, and I'm happy to say that Buddha finally got a win on the old. Yeah. Yes, a very intense win. Like uh, I didn't get a chance to tell Manny, but me and Ty were talking about it. Like you know, there's never like in battle royale games, you know, the circle um, that hurts you as it, as it closes in. You know, it, it hurts you, but there's never a sense of like, oh, this is a bad thing. Like, it's like, oh, it's no big deal. It's just the circle. We'll be out of here in just a few minutes. Um, whereas the circle in, in Firestorm is so intense and intimidating. <laughs> like, like trying to hug the circle sometimes because, you you know, you're trying to be strategic and, and you're trying to be, you know, clever about things because this game is, is, um, there's a lot of patience involved uh, because you can get mopped really quick um, if you try to just go guns blazing and you're not 
fully prepared to what you're running around in the corner to. Uh, sometimes you run around the corner, you might be looking at a guy with a, with a tank, or you just don't know. So you know you're trying to be you're trying to be smooth with it. And the closer that circle gets, man, it gets loud. Uh, the heat intensifies to where like, you know it's it's hard to see. Um, it, it's it's quite an interesting experience, and and the one that me we were playing a duo so me and corrupt we were in the we landed down and we found this uh church and we we're like you know the circle looks like it's closing in on this little little town ran so maybe we'll just sit tight so that's kind of what we ended up doing we 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 hung around this church and then eventually it was like well you know what the circle's getting small enough maybe we need to just go up in the church at this point. And that's what we did. So we were at the very top of this church and like, we hear like just madness going around us. Like helicopters are coming in, people are shooting, uh, vehicles are uh, flying in and just like, you know, the circles closing. So when the circle closed, like any buildings or anything that it gets a piece of just disintegrate and it just destroys everything. Well, you have also have airdrops that people drop. And I guess some people figured out, well, there's got to be some people in that church because that's the last building standing. So they airdropped the church. Well, me and corrupt were in this church and we could hear it. And we were like, Oh man, this is bad. This is it. We're done. We're toast. And half of the church collapses. Corrupt ends up falling to the bottom. I'm (laughs) still stuck at the very top. I'm stuck at the top of it, unable to get down, but because I'm like, I got half a building to deal with. So I'm like trying to peek over the edge to see anybody that's coming around. Uh, people start throwing grenades and everything. I finally just fall down and just try to try to survive. And we ended up winning the darn thing. But it was so intense, man, just just crazy. And we were so stoked about it. And then ever since that, we've had like a good formula as far as going in and and getting in within the top 10, top five, uh, pretty consistently. Um, but every time we get in that top five and, uh, we're hankering down on the, that last little circle that's coming up, it's, it's so intense, so intense and so gratifying. So, um, been having a lot of fun, uh, playing firestorm lately. So that's, uh, another than magic. And unfortunately I can't, I can't break gold to save my life. Why can't I quit you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to do I'm gonna have to go Manny's route and make a life gain deck in order to be successful apparently. Well I I you know, you're the one you're the, <laughs> the one that helped take me. me took me You helped me make my life. Taking me as far as I can go. <laughs> so but uh yeah, other than that, that's uh that's that's what I played. That was uh that was my yeah, jams yeah. this week. <clears throat> um I think I think one one thing that you were saying, like the uh the destruction of battlefield i i can totally see making for like some pretty awesome moments in uh in a battle royale type scenario you know what i'm saying is there any structure or anything in that game that you would consider safe uh not really there's not really anywhere you can go um I I mean I've seen people try to like hang on top of like the roofs and stuff, but I mean uh, we had a team that we 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 faced earlier tonight. They were uh, they had gotten on top of a roof and they were just you know they were just trying to pin us down, and we all just whipped out grenades and just threw them at this building, and it just crumbled the whole building, and they draw <laughs> dropped down in there. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Um, but no, I you know I haven't seen anything that. Uh, uh, withstands uh, the fire, the firestorm. 
and not that you would want to hang around and look to see if it's still standing anyway. I mean, it's it's pretty it's it's not like other circles. Like when you're in another circle, like the shade changes and you can still kind of see what's going on. This is it, it's it's made to simulate like you are in a fire, like in, in you got ash and and um, it's it's darker and you see flames and it's just uh, your little guy screaming because he's on fire, you know, and you're just trying to get out of there. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You can hear but, people like that's one of the things. Like, like when we're hugging the hugging the circle, uh, you can hear people that are on fire. You can hear them on fire, and as they're trying to run, no way. So as they're as they're trying that's to run funny. out of you know to get to safety, like that's one of the things. So like we'll be sitting there, and uh, you know you'll start hearing screams and stuff, and you're like, oh, that's somebody that's on fire, and they're trying to they're trying to make it out of that circle. So let's if we hug the line a little bit as they come through that that fire, because it's kind of hard to see them in the fire. Uh, unless they're right up on you. Um, that and the fact that when you fall down, another another aspect of it that's uh, pretty interesting. So I had this epic battle with me and this guy on this beach beach uh, front. Um, he he came around the corner. We're both shooting at each other. I run out of ammo, so he downs me. So I go down. He comes up closer to finish the job. I pull out my pistol because when you're down, you can still shoot with your pistol. So I pull out my pistol and I shoot him and I down him. So we're both crawling next to each other. He pulls out his knife and crawls over there to me. I'm trying to get away. He crawls over there to me and knifes me before he dies. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I was I was <laughs> upset that I was the one on the uh, the losing end of that because I was I was pretty ecstatic about actually catching him with my with my pistol, and then you know we're we're basically crawling around on the ground and he crawls over there to me and starts slinging away with his knife and he finally gets me so that's kind of uh, cool that is see there's yeah there's crazy yeah things, yeah, things, yeah it's not as are... it's go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so it's sorry. not as simple as just knocking somebody down and then kind of like you know because in other br games you know you knock somebody they're pretty much done they're just right they're just done they're just crawling around and you can kind of much just forget about them and focus on the people that are still up and running around whereas this one you knock somebody down you got to be careful because they could easily whip out like you can't just hang around the body because they can still knife you if you happen to pick up a pistol and you have ammo you can you get the chance to shoot with your pistol while you're down so it can definitely um add a different different kind of element to it it's really hard to be thirsty in that one so or yeah, I was I was just saying that that uh, th- those it seems as if there's a couple of things that uh, that each of the different battle royales have that are pretty unique, uh, pretty interesting. You know, um, wait, wait a minute. Oh Do you my. hear that? Ooh. Oh, baby, it's my favorite sound. <laughs> my ears. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it once again. We nailed it. It is Friday, and you're Monday. Right in the middle of April. Great to have you all here. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, news. We there's there's more of it than I expected because I mean, as we were making our way through the week, I just kept telling myself like, something cool happened. Please, I just come on, just <laughs> come on, news. Cool, please. And yeah. I, you know, I listen to a podcast that takes place every day and talks about gaming news. And there are multiple episodes this week. It's like, well, we got like one and a half stories. And then other weeks there's like, well, we got eight stories today. And it was just not a very crazy, crazy week. I mean, we obviously have stuff to talk about. It's good. We're good to go. But like, man, just a lot of, a lot of easy stuff today, guys. So hopefully we can take this, uh, 
just have a good time. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Inside Xbox was this week, which is uh, Xbox's monthly, is it monthly or quarterly kind of check-in? Uh, and it's like a major produced show, and it's when they kind of spill the beans on lots of new topics and upcoming games and, and stuff like that. Anyway, quarterly. so they made a couple of really big announcements, uh, official announcements, some that we had kind of foreseen, some uh, that we could have kind of guessed and uh, one of the main ones that we saw was the official announcement of the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. So we had heard rumors about it. We had heard kind of unconfirmed uh, this is going to happen uh, for some time now. And we finally got the official announcement that a Xbox One S with no disk drive is coming. Uh, it'll be here very soon. I believe it is on the... It's, 7th. May okay. 7th. May 7th. That's right. Forgot to pull up the uh, thing before I talked about it. Anyway, <laughs> we also got a price on it as well. That's been a big question mark and they're marking it at $250. And I mean, remember when we were talking about it, they're like, dude, wouldn't it be dope if they went below 200? And so to see $250 come out was actually kind of disappointing. I feel like that's a lot. Uh, they're saying that it's a deal because it's $50 less than an Xbox one S, which technically, if you look at the MSRP right now is $300 but I don't think anyone in the world has paid $300 for an Xbox one S in like, I don't know, a long time. I mean, right. I know we saw Xbox one S on black Friday for like $180 with a game. And so, uh, obviously we'll be seeing sales on this 249. Uh, it'll go down, it'll be lower. They say it'll always be lower than the Xbox one S, even though I can go find Xbox one S's right now for less than $250 with a game. So I don't know. I, I just feel like they could have made this so much more competitive than they did. Uh, I mean, obviously, we'll see what their what their sales strategy looks like uh, in the future. But for now, I'm just yeah, I'm a little bummed about it. I think they could have. I think they could have freaking nailed it with a with a good price point. But I, I just don't think they did. I don't know. What do you think? You think this is okay? I th well, I mean, if you're if you're buying it from Microsoft itself, obviously, it's you're going to pay the full market price. But if you go to like say Walmart or target or even off of Amazon, stuff like that, you're always going to get a cheaper deal. And I think the same thing will be for this. So it's two forty nine if you buy it directly from Microsoft. Um, but it'll probably be around one eighty, one two hundred, somewhere around that mark. Uh, if you buy it from other places, depending sure. on what sales going on or whatever. I mean, it does come with three games. So that is a bonus. Um, so you're getting Minecraft, Sea of Thieves and Forza Horizon three on it. Well, um, I mean, yes, that's good, but I mean, Minecraft is, you know, eons old, uh, Forza Horizon three is no longer the most recent in that series. And all, all of them are available all the time for, you know, a dollar for three months on game pass right now. It's, uh, I feel like well, they, get, they're putting a lot of value in that, but it just doesn't feel quite as valuable as I think it could considering the other methods by which those games are available. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, you know, I mean, I guess, I think it's a little different for us because, I mean, look who, who's going to be buying this, you know. People that are going to be buying this are people that don't have an Xbox One S, you know. Maybe they don't have an Xbox at all. It's true. Know? It's true. Uh, so, I don't know. It, it, it just doesn't I mean, you know, feel as Obviously, like for me, you, I mean, you know, it's not, it's not that cool of a deal because, you know, honestly, I have all those games. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then some, <laughs> you know, there's but no I mean, reason I, for me I, to buy this. Think of how much cooler it would have been if it, oh, it comes with a game that just came out, Forza Horizon 4. I, we uh, might see that later on down the line. 
I mean, we might. Maybe. I mean, bundles yeah, happen all the time, so that's entirely that's true. It could. I don't know. It's we just might like, see some this bundles. This was supposed to be like the big bang, like the big uh, man. There's no reason why there shouldn't be an Xbox in your house. And if it had been, if it had come out MSRP day and date at you know 189 or 199, that would have that I think would have really shown everybody that we're we're doing willing to do what it takes to get this box in your living room. And then you start the sales from there, so that people are buying it for 150 dollars later. Because I mean, fifty dollars is is a good gap, sure, between this and the Xbox One S. But I mean, you're losing you're losing a 4K Blu-ray player, which is a, a very meaningful addition to uh, some people's homes. And it just doesn't I don't know it just doesn't feel like the the like real bang that we like. I, I know I said that already, but it just doesn't feel like the the real surprise that we were waiting for. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I didn't really feel like this was going to be a surprise. Like I kind of felt like. We've been kind of talking about this all digital edition for a hot minute. So I, I never yeah, felt that it was going to be like a big bang or any been. kind. Like I just but felt like excite- it was going to be a nice edition. The idea of the uh, 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 <laughs> Xbox digital version, right? Without, like you said, without the freaking 4K Blu-ray player should have been the more value piece. And I totally agree. $50 isn't enough. If it came out, $199 right and a couple of months of game pass included that would have been the deal that would have been the freaking play imagine 199 six months of game pass boom game over bro i think they could have i I think they could have entirely skipped the free games and and done what manny says given us the game pass given us a better price i think that would have been more valuable because then mm, I can play I what I want I on I this box, and I'm not wasting any space. And it it feels like it's just like 250 doesn't feel like a deal. It feels like a console, the same as the Xbox One S did. And so it's just that shock value. You want that price tag shock to be like, man, there is no reason, no reason that I should not get this. And I feel like they missed the ball. And I mean, you're right; they didn't have to. Like th- this didn't have to be a big groundbreaking thing. Microsoft doesn't need it right now. Uh, especially yeah, with E3 that's... coming up, like they're gonna they're gonna blow it out of the park at E3. It's gonna be the biggest one we've ever seen. But it's just it could have been. This could have been another major beat for them. Uh, and I feel like it's just it's very soft. I agree. Hey, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just don't think it was that supposed to be that big of a deal anyway. It's just for those that that would like to take advantage of going all digital and don't have an Xbox. Yeah, but I or mean, maybe you I... want to get rid of your OG Xbox and you just want to get you know one you know one of these if you're willing to go digital um you know yeah, see, it's, I, I think saying. it's a very small market that this is for anyway if it, like like if, if i wanted it to be at the price point where i'm like okay i i, I am this is the one this is the one that's gonna gonna make me you know <laughs> we'll retire it, the Just the day one wait till it comes out i guarantee it guarantee it <laughs> Just wait, wait till it comes out. Wait till come Black Friday. Wait till uh, Target has a sale or Xbox yeah. has a sale. One of the one of those places, you, you you'll find it for under two hundred dollars. I'm sure. Well, you're right. You're right. The sales, uh, like the like how how they deal with this this product with the sales is gonna is gonna be completely different, and it's going to be under two hundred dollars at some point. However, I think I think what what Ty is saying is that it could have been a really major selling point to move the dial, and it just is not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think I don't I don't know. I guess I just I just feel like it wasn't supposed to be that big anyway. Like, 
there's so many people coming out with a, a you know a digital thing i think xbox is is looking more to to wow the socks off for next gen not oh, necessarily yeah. this not necessarily this thing this is just a a bonus for anybody who's left out there that really wants this kind of thing like but again th- at this stage of the game you're trying to create a value piece and and i i agree that it's it doesn't feel like all that much of a compelling value position it's 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 okay it's a you know you, you save yourself uh fifty dollars which is fifty you know it's fifty dollars <laughs> but yeah but would you feel that way if you didn't have an xbox though? who knows nothing about games or consoles or anything like that and they say okay buddha like why would i get this one and not pay mm-hmm. just the quick extra 50 bucks and get the oh, as, far, as far as why would you go get the digital one as opposed yeah, to why, why get the all digital one well, I mean, you know, I mean, I, it, it just depends on your taste. Like, you know, obviously everything's going digital anyway, right? I mean, we've always talked about like digital games are easier. The sales that you get on a digital sale are going to be way better than what you're going to get in physical. Well, yeah, but like the, the hard drive on this one isn't any bigger. It's not like this isn't more suited to digital games. Except for, except for you know, a cheap game's worth of, of price difference. I mean... It, we could have even skipped like the game pass and given this one a beefed up hard drive. Be like, okay, this one doesn't have discs. This one is only for digital and we've made it in such a way that the hard drive, cool. It's the hard drive's two terabytes. So it's, you know, four times bigger than a lot of the Xbox one S's. So this thing is, this thing is digital ready, uh, more so than any other digital, you know, more so than any other non all digital. Did they say how, how, how big of a, it's a terabyte. Gonna... one terabyte. Yeah, it's Same as all the other Xboxes. Well, I mean, you know, they, the they had those the ones that had the 500 meg. Huh? But yeah, they had the the 500, uh, whatever, 500 gigabytes. Yeah, so I think a lot of the S's are 500 and a lot of the X's are terabyte. Mm. I think that's the difference. But I mean, I I don't know. Like I said, I, I just don't think that this was supposed to be like the, that big of a game breaker. Like I, I just felt like it was something that they were going to do just because, not necessarily because they need to or, you know have to or any of those reasons it's just a nice nice option for those that are going more the digital route as opposed to the physical um and if you don't have an xbox i mean like i said you're going to go find it at one of the other major major stores for probably close to 200 you know it's going to be cheaper than the xbox s um you know the standard edition Mm-hmm. in stores you know which most stores are selling that around right 250 so you're probably looking at about 200 dollar unit nah, i mean if you wanted to dabble into xbox and didn't have uh, a need to have like physical copies you know you weren't one of those collector dudes and we're going all digital anyway i mean you're still going to get the 4k uh benefits from like watching like netflix and amazon and uh, hulu i think does it too uh you know, so there's, I mean, you know, I, I think it's just an acquired taste. Like, you know, I don't really, I don't feel like it was something that uh, was supposed to, you know, change the game necessarily. I don't know. I just, I don't know very many companies that think that, think that way. Let's make yeah, something yeah. that doesn't make a lot of noise. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. It probably won't make a lot of noise because there's no hard drive in it. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh God. I like them apples. Get out of here. Oh, next story, please. 
All right. Well, in addition to the Xbox One S All Digital Edition, the uh, uh, Inside Xbox also announced the Game Pass Ultimate, and this is something we were talking about months and months ago as as what would probably be an okay idea, and that was bundling the Game Pass and Xbox Live together, and that's exactly what they've done here. Uh, the price is fifteen dollars a month. Um, let's see. Is there? It's probably a bundle like that makes it more worth it as well. I think it was, what was it? One hundred and twenty dollars for a year. No, not uh, here. I don't remember. But anyway, $15 a month, which puts it at uh, uh, $180 a year. Uh, I'm a little worried about this one because uh, if you buy, you know, a 12 months worth of this, right? It's $180. 15 times 12 is 180 If you buy a year's worth of Xbox Live and a year's worth of Xbox Game Pass, you are spending $60 plus $120, which is $180, right? So you're saving $0 here. They they make it look like you're saving money, but it doesn't look like you are, according to the math. Unless I'm, unless I'm just crazy, but it doesn't seem like you're saving money. And then on top of that, this is also assuming that you're paying full price for those things. Uh, and I know that I have not paid full price for Xbox Game Pass in like eight years. I mean, right. I always buy my Xbox Live uh, discounted at the yearly rate, usually around 40 bucks, sometimes less uh, for the year. And so unless we get like big super duper sales on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, that's going to give it to me for what will be like 100 bucks a year, then we can start talking about it. Like, I like this. And this is a good direction. It definitely helps point people who are new to the ecosystem in the direction of using Game Pass and understanding how great of a deal it is. Uh, but I fear that uh, the deal might not be as cool as they're making it sound. Yeah. Uh, I think it's more of a... Uh, furthermore, oh, you can sorry. go right now to like, uh, um, I don't, what, what, what's the website? Like CD keys or whatnot and pick up Game yeah, Pass for the year. I had a discount. What is the price? Uh, let me go right now and check it out. I think this would be more for a benefit for people that are playing it like month to month, you know? Yeah, and definitely definitely good for like a test. So I, I, see, I feel like we'll get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate passes in, uh, in like coming with games or coming with Xboxes. I mean, I would like everything to be like, I don't know. For me, I like everything to be, you know, streamlined to where it's like, you know, one one price for all as opposed to, you know, 10 bucks here and, you know, 60 bucks there and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't mind that so much. But and they said they were going to do what they were going to like credit you for up to 36 months worth of uh, whatever you got built up. Yeah, I mean, I'll read it out for you just to make it a little bit more clear. Uh, okay. So in June, 2017, we launched the Xbox game pass with the goal of empowering gamers, uh, all over the world to discover their favorite game. We also wanted to use the Xbox game pass as a platform for developers to introduce their amazing games to millions of new people. From the beginning, the service was built uh, on input from gamers and we're always listening to fan feedback. The Xbox Game Pass offers a curated library of over 100 great games available to download and play at full fidelity for one low monthly price. Since launch, we've continued to add more diverse titles to the library, including new games from Xbox, or sorry, Xbox Game Studios and ID at Xbox Partners the same day as they release. Uh, feedback is good. We're listening to it. Anyway, we heard you. Today, we're excited to announce the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate 
Xbox Game Pass Ultimate will include all the benefits of Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass. That means the full Xbox Live Game Pass library of over 100 quality games and Xbox Live Gold Online multiplayer in one convenient price for $14 a month. With the Ultimate, gamers will be able to play together with the most advanced multiplayer. Starting today, we're inviting a limited number of our Xbox Inside community members to join. We look forward to your feedback. So there's no real details on like the payback program they have. I do remember um, some little talk about it. Like if you already have uh, Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass credited to your account, you get like some extra little. Yeah. Diddly. Yeah, I found but, it. It says Microsoft will honor any existing months of Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass on your account and convert them to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate up to a maximum of 36 months. All right. So, well. So like taking a look at uh, CD keys right now, right? Just for for the Game Pass. If you were to get the the twelve months of Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, uh, you get it for eighty dollars and thirty nine cents, not including tax, right? So that's uh, thirty three percent off. However, you can get the one month for two dollars, and that's not the trial version. That's an actual month. That's the an actual month MSRP, you know, rounded eleven dollars, and it's they're selling it for two dollars, eighty one percent off. That's a pretty sweet gig, dude. That's freaking stupid. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah, you can get it discounted, and I might just get a couple. Of, <laughs> might just get a couple just right take, now. Just swoop that one up yeah. right there. Yeah, dude, CD Keys is great. For those who haven't checked it out, CD Keys, it's uh, it looks weird and shady. Like the the website does not look great, but it is highly <laughs> reputable. People buy from it all the time. They always deliver. Everything is like good to go. I definitely recommend CD Keys. You just have to get past the interface. Kind of like Reddit. Reddit looks really bad, but it's it's fine. It's harmless. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 I didn't see this. I didn't see this. Look at this. It's, please know this product only works with new Xbox Live accounts. It will not. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, boo. It's still, though, still, though, you get the 33% off, which is which is nothing to sneeze at. You know what I'm saying? It's better. It's it's still, you. it's looking better than the, the ultimate. But, you know, I was just but, about I mean, you to can buy, buy. You can buy the 12-month ones. You can buy the longer ones there as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> we'll see. Because they didn't give they didn't give a twelve month version of the ultimate. It's only the month to month right now. So it could get better, and I hope it does. I really do. They need they need a, a percentage off for it to be worth it. But either way, I'm going to be looking for the deal. Whatever's the best deal, we're going to freaking find it. And Lord knows that's what I'm going to be getting. <laughs> yeah, that's the way you should do it. Yeah, man. All right. Oh, well. Moving so on, So what's guys. next? Um, yeah. We got a little juicy tidbit from uh, our friends at Eurogamer this week. Uh, this is uh, Vicky Blake. Reports Sony stopped Bungie's plans to add cross-platform character transfer to Destiny 2. Oh, boy. Bungie's plan to enable cross-platform transfer of Destiny characters was stopped by Sony, according to Kotaku's Jason Schreier. The split-screen podcast skipped to around 57 minutes. Uh, We'll have the link on the website. Uh, In a discussion about how Destiny 2 will fare following Bungie's separation from long-term publishing partner Activision, Schreier 
uh, intimated that Bungie had been keen to make the character transfer a reality. Its exclusivity partnership with Sony prevented the developer from pressing ahead. I heard that Bungie wanted to do character transfers for PS4, PC before Forsaken came out, but Sony wouldn't allow it. Sony's just like, we want people to associate Destiny with PS4, even if that means screwing over other players. It sucks, but hopefully Bungie ends it. It's not the first time Sony has been singled out for fighting cross-play, uh, cross-play party play, of course. A couple of years ago, it was Rocket League and Minecraft highlighting the issue. Sony wouldn't budge, although Sony boss Sean Layden told Eurogamer last year that the company was, quote, looking at a lot of possibilities. Just a month later, crossplay beta finally came to Fortnite players on PS4. It's natural to speculate that Bungie might revisit these plans now that the studio has prematurely terminated its partnership with Activision, but its agreement with Sony is still seemingly in place. Just this week, Destiny 2 players on PC and Xbox One could get their paws on PlayStation 4 exclusive Wave Splitter, but the studio had to revoke its access via a fix. Now PC and Xbox One have it locked within their inventories until it is until the exclusivity period expires in September 19. Ouch. There you go. Yeah, that was uh, that was unfortunate. So, I mean, this 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 news about Sony not wanting to play nice when it comes to crossplay is not new. I mean, we've seen this quite a few times. Like it says with Minecraft, with Rocket League, with Fortnite, it just took it just takes forever to make it work with this company for some reason. I don't know why it's so hard. Anyway, uh, you heard me say in the second one there was also an occurrence this week where Xbox and PC players were accidentally able to access a gun that is supposed to be PS4 exclusive until September of of this year, right? But they were getting access to it. They were able to buy it from one of the vendors in the game. And that's a big no-no if you have a like full console exclusivity like that. And so it was like hours later that that Bungie was able to push a, you know, a fix, quote unquote, that made it so that you got to keep the gun. It's in your inventory, but you can't equip it, making it, you know, virtually useless. So that was a real bummer. Uh, the Wave Splitter is a highly coveted weapon that a lot of people who are not on PlayStation 4 are very sad about the fact that we don't get access to it. Uh, it is one of only three weapons in the game that are uh, uh, basically lasers. And two of them that exist to all platforms are two out of the three uh, elements. You know, Destiny has arc elements, it has um, void elements, and it has solar elements. And we have uh, arc and we have solar lasers, but this is the void laser. And now we don't get to access it until the end of the exclusivity period. So that it's a bummer, man. I mean, they've done this before. Like, uh with Rocket League, with Fortnite, what would what did they say before? With uh, like they were trying to to protect their own online community and whatnot. Yeah, something like that. But once once it they gave was... in on that, right? So they so they quote unquote found a way to keep their community safe, right? Mm, they oh yeah, so they safe. don't mm. have any more excuses, <laughs> right? I don't. I really don't. I. I I think I think they're just slow on the uptake on this one. I think the areas of different of what makes each console different it's not going to be the online community. You know, in the in the near future, I hope, uh, you know, sooner rather than later, we're all going to be able to to have crossplay. You know, console with console, and of course PC, and some games will have PC console uh, crossplay. You know. Uh, I, I look forward to that time. I don't really see that. I, I, I think, I think it's just better for, for games and, and, and gamers, you know what I'm saying? 
Um, and then you're gonna they're gonna have to work a little harder to differentiate themselves with their own platform. And clearly, Sony mm-hmm. is slow to move in that direction. But I think the writing is on the wall, and it's better to just embrace it and and look like the good guy. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it, when we were first talking about Fortnite, right around I, mean, I don't know if you remember E3 of last year was when this whole crossplay topic like really blew up. That's when everyone got really mad about it. I don't know if you remember that going down. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Sony came out with a statement during that time and I don't remember it word for word, but the gist of it was, um, it's potentially possible, but our ecosystem is so good. Why would anyone want to leave it? Right. (laughs) Why would anyone want to play with others? Mm -hmm. And I know like, again, that's paraphrasing. I may be getting it wrong, but like that was the, that was the like ethos of it. That was the, what they were trying to communicate. And and I think that's a little bit silly. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not even about it's not even about what uh which ecosystem is is better. You know what I'm saying? Like hey, they're completely different and and uh and of, I mean clearly Sony ha- is it, uh, right now it's the leader, you know what I'm saying? But last mm-hmm. year was or last generation was Xbox and who knows what the what the future is going to be, you know? Um I I think it's better for games, you know, the, the, definitely better for the game publishers to just be able to have a broader pool, the biggest pool possible to to be able to play the games and play it together. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just another See. form of market segmentation uh, that in the long run is is bad for, for the games. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I agree. So. I think they just don't feel like... Um they need to worry with it unless it actually benefits benefits them in some shape or form. And I just don't think they see any benefits to it right now. So yeah, but see, but that's because they're on top and that's the problem. That, that's going to be the problem, yeah. right? So, well, that's what it, happened at Microsoft during the 360 age. They, you know, they were on top for a while and they were like, cool, we're good. Mm-hmm. And then they did that whole DRM nonsense and they fell from grace and over the course of like an hour. Mm-hmm. Right. I and I, I think I mean I think that's it's the curse of you know being on top. You don't feel like playing nice. Um, I think I think uh, in the long run it's it's it, it doesn't do you any real service. You know what I'm saying? And I mean Sony Sony isn't really getting the same backlash, <laughs> right? Because this this issue was kind of like in the cut. You know what I'm saying? It's like in in the shadows. It's not really in the forefront. It was in the forefront when Fortnite for a little bit. And now it's just kind of faded away again. Yeah, it definitely eased up when they were like, cool, like, we're, okay, fine, we'll do crossplay. It'll come hashtag soon. Uh, and then it was, you know, that's when the crowd started to get quelled a little bit. And then, I mean, we kind of, I mean, it kind of exists in Fortnite, right? It, 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 it's up and running. I mean, I, I, yeah. don't, I don't feel like I remember an official day where they're like, yes, now you can play with people. <laughs> yeah, well, but they, there is definitely beta or whatever. Oh, go oh ahead. is that what it is? That's why it's in beta. Yeah. It's, like it's technically in beta, features. just like Fortnite itself is still in beta. Unbelievable! <laughs> is it really? Is like Fortnite a, still in beta? There's a tax difference for that. I don't know. I just assumed that it was because they didn't want to release the the uh, Save the World version, so people could oh farm. My God, you're totally right, dude. Save the world. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, because you know, you could technically play Save the World and build currency to buy skins and stuff. You wouldn't have to actually buy. 
the currency. Well, weren't people doing that for a while? Weren't they playing Save the people World? That, people that have books? bought the full game, uh, the beta, it, back in the day when it first came out, um, you know, you could still buy the Founders packs, which are, you know, 30 bucks. But if sure. you're just playing the Battle Royale part of it, which was free for everybody, um, you don't have access to Save the World. So Lame. Mm, indeed. Oh, well. So... Crossplay one day. I think it'll be great when it does happen. Probably not that soon, but hopefully sooner rather than later. My 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 one hope is that by the time Destiny three comes out, that it's not going to matter what what console you play on. I think right. all the Guardians should be in the same place. That's my dream. But it's a, maybe it's when a PlayStation topic. Five comes along, one could That's hope. Right, honestly, one could hope. Yeah, because you know, because uh, the thing is, like like the the what game manufacturers want, right, are the most play- players coming together and playing uh, for as long as possible, right? For these quote unquote games as a service. Well, it makes it a hell of a lot right. better when you can just uh, focus on on the entire community, uh, right? So when a game starts to to dwindle. Uh, if you're now you have two or three separate camps, you know, you're, it's going to be harder to find games. It's going to be harder to, to find people to, to play with. And, and it just, it just quells out or faster. Absolutely. You know? And I mean, these, these online multiplayer games are a really good example of that. You know, there's a lot of activities that are so much either easier or more fun or both with multiple people, you know, if you're not soloing things. And so if you have cross platform, all of a sudden your, you know, your player pool, you know, more than triples in size for any, any particular uh, group of people. Right. So if, if you're on Xbox, you can now play with PlayStation people. You can now play with PC people, which means that your pool of people you could potentially play with is much bigger, which allows more people to play together and have a good time. And the fact that they're, you know, resisting that is very frustrating. And I know there's a lot of money in it and there's a lot of, uh, nuance to figuring out, you know, what's the best way, but it, man, it just, wouldn't it be cool? Yeah. But imagine, imagine the fun esport kind of stuff you can do, right? Imagine like, like, you know, I'll, I feel I'll like take esports would develop game. their meta and then everyone would just choose which one was, you know, quote unquote best. And then like, no, esports, I feel like esports would level themselves out. I'm saying no. I'm saying I'm saying like like uh, imagine how cool it would be to have like a PlayStation versus Xbox like esport like Xbox does their tournament to find out their their top five teams or whatever right? Freaking PlayStation does well, and then I mean, you get, they clash together. Game, though, dude, you think about Counter Strike like people on PC would just poop on people. Well, well, console. no, I'm not. I'm I'm talking about a console v v you know versus a P- PlayStation for a first person. I mean, I'm sorry, PC for a first person shooter with with a keyboard and mouse. Yeah, it's 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 too much. It would be crazy. You know, having that kind of competitive a com- the competitive uh 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 cross play um, it's not a good idea <laughs> but for casual it's all good but console you know playstation versus xbox bro that would be freaking sweet man that would be a lot of fun but you know whatever be. well that's a be. that's a freaking pipe dream <laughs> <laughs> one day one day maybe oh uh, well what's right. next there ty uh, moving on, uh, I don't know if you guys remember a little game called Apex Legends, but oh, yeah. it seems like Apex Legends is having a, a, a little bit of a, a hard time. They have not been innovating quite as much. Uh, things have slowed down for that game, and it looks like the player base 
uh, is not as strong as it was when it released. So, I mean, you remember that it was you know this huge hit when it came out, a very smooth release. It had tons of people. I think they they peaked over 200,000 concurrent viewers on Twitch. And while it's not the only real metric for success, Twitch viewers is, I think, a, a pretty good idea for where the game sits kind of in the zeitgeist of gaming. And so it, it is not dead by any means. It is It still sits definitely in the top 10 games. But it's gone from about 200,000 concurrent people to uh, somewhere around 50,000 concurrent people at any given time. So it's kind of a bummer to see uh, a game that you know was, like I said, so well received, so well done, uh, end up, I don't want to say falling from grace, but just you know starting to hit the brakes a little bit. Uh, and I mean, it was inevitable, right? We expected to see the game kind of hit hit that wall. But like I said, just kind of a bummer. Uh, and whether it's because of... Uh, uh, lack of innovation or or people's issues with certain balancing topics or, or what have you, it just seems to have slowed down a little bit. And then on the other side, some of the things that made Apex very popular, such as the respawn mechanic or the pinging mechanic, uh, those have already been commandeered by you know the former champion uh, Fortnite. And so if, if those were things that were pulling people to Apex, they are now doing that exact job of pulling people right back. So uh, just bringing it up it's kind of sad to see hopefully with their season two you know i think that's that'll probably end up starting in june or july uh they can do something really cool and really innovative and 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 hopefully bring the spark back to that game because that's one of those games where it's like i i have no problem seeing apex legends at the top of the charts i i I respect them enough to be like good that's the way it should be i'm not tired of seeing apex at the top like i am with fortnite because you know fortnite just doesn't click with me because I feel like it just I, that game doesn't suit me that well, unfortunately. Uh, but with Apex, yeah, it's not my style of game, but like I respect it, right? I respect Apex Legends, and so I want them to come back. I want them to do well, and and hopefully they can do that. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, man, you got anything on that? Or? Um, I I think that uh, it for Apex, I think it's a, a good game, right? And it was different. I had it was a breath of fresh air. With the, the way it was marketed, was freaking you know really pretty brilliant. Um, but now there's there's lots of competition. It's a different world. You know what I'm saying? Um, you have I I I'm really impressed. You know with Fortnite. I am. I'm I'm impressed with how quickly they're able to adapt and completely change. Like they they are they are a well oiled machine. Right. Well, don't For, ever forget how powerful infinite money is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm You're serious. Right. I mean, you think about the army of developers they probably have at their disposal. And so when you say like, all right, army of, of developers, I would like a pinging system. And they say, yes, boss. And within a couple of days, you're there and you're doing it. And it's tangible. Right. Yeah. It's I mean, really, like, how long did it take for them to have the respawn? I mean, I'd say a month. Yeah. Yeah. The ping it, was quicker. Is, they had the crazy. ping going. They had the ping in like a week or two. Yeah, yeah, they had the ping real quick. So, but so you, I, you know, a lot of the problem too, I think, is that uh, you know, me and Ty talked about it when they came out with their with their battle pass. It was just kind of blah. There wasn't really anything yeah, that was dude. exciting about it. Um, and I think Fortnite has always done a great job with their battle passes, their um, you know, their skins and all that, and constantly changing it up to keep you wanting to play and then you you know apex is kind of supposed to be built under that same model and they just haven't really 
I mean, they had a new, you know, they, they had a new uh, legend and that was cool, but that's it. You know what I mean? It's like, they need to be doing something more. They need to do a lot better than skins and emotes. and stat uh, Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're just going to, I mean, I don't know. I, I just feel like you, you need to get more bang for your buck. You know, you need reasons to make people want to buy that battle pass. Um, you know, it'd be different. You know, me and Ty talked about it off podcast was, you know, wouldn't it be nice if apex dropped, uh, a legend more often, you know, uh, to give us something to keep wanting to come back and keep playing and trying something new or seeing something new. And unfortunately, you know, just having skins on a first person shooter just doesn't, doesn't, isn't enough, you know, um, those trackers and, and those little stat things are a nice touch, but unless you've been playing it a lot and have something to actually show off, well, then it doesn't really, it's not, not doing you anything. Whereas, you know, you can go to Fortnite and you can run around and look like a bunny rabbit or a banana and it's hilarious. You know, it's, you know, you can do little dances and, you know, it's just, uh, apex has got to try to keep coming with something to get people to keep wanting to stay there and keep playing it. And I think that's the problem. I think apex has to do a better job of figuring out who its audience is. Uh, because, you know, when they came out, they're obviously coming out as, uh, we are respawn. We're responsible for Titanfall two, which was a legitimate first person shooter, uh, semi hardcore, um, with, you know, some great movement mechanics. And, you know, now we're coming into a space against a, you know, wacky inflatable flailing arm flailing tube man of a game. And so okay, so that we're going to differentiate ourselves by being more serious, being uh, a tighter control scheme, first person, more uh, abilities that allow you to be more creative. Uh, but then they come out with an update that brings Octane, who's cool, and I like Octane fine. But then also now they've got these jump pads everywhere. So now they've got this like bouncy thing going on. And I feel like that is is made specifically to cater to a Fortnite audience when their you know hardcore first person shooter respawn fans might not find that quite as valuable. Maybe they might find more valuable in getting you know two more guns, maybe a different type of grenade, uh, you know, a number of different things that would enhance the way that they play the game without breaking what it is, right? Without yeah. breaking the fact that it is a more hardcore. Uh, more skill-based shooter than the third-person Fortnite, right? And so until they figure that out, then they're trying to cater to two different audiences. And I guarantee you that Fortnite is better at, at catering to the Fortnite audience than Respawn is. Right, I, so. I think you, that's a very, very valid point because Fort, I mean, I'm sorry, Apex, it's supposed to be like tied to the Titanfall universe, right? Well, how, how does, how does like, uh, like the jump pad type, type thing and the the guy that runs around like how Octane. is that in the titanfall universe he's the stem pack the stem pack he's the stem pack yeah he's the stem Ex so ex explain that, that because, because i'm not as familiar with the titanfall too. universe so stem pack is the one where you just juice yourself up that's your little special ability you know yeah, right like right of doing and is, is he like high on those things like is he addicted to him or something mm, is that it's something along those lines he, he uh you know he constantly popping himself with 
injecting himself as he runs around and okay. he moves really fast just like you would like if sure, you sure. were you know playing yeah, but, titanfall but, but like it, it, when you play titanfall it's like you know especially like titanfall 2 the little that i've played and you can correct me if i'm wrong um it it seems a little bit more uh like you know you're entrenched in in this future battle you know what i'm saying like they had this I, I I'd like to see more things come out with a little bit more of a serious tone, a little bit like more that uh, if I feel like I'm uh, learning about the Titanfall universe, you know what I'm saying? And I think they could do that. They could do things like mech suits, you know, strewn about. I think that would be kind of cool, you know. I'm saying like more more techy kind of Titanfall stuff as opposed to yeah. I don't know. I mean, for me, I want more legends. I just, I want more options. Right. I want right. different and options and different mixes and different kind of like, you know, same instance when you're playing something like Overwatch, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, every time Overwatch drops a new character, what does everybody do? Everybody goes and checks that character out and goes and plays it and to see what, what that person does and how it fits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think it's, because, you know, it's different with Fortnite. Obviously, they don't have to worry about anything like that. They don't have to worry about, you know, any special ability that one might have over another other than what you can find out there in the, you know, on the map, you know. Um, so, so obviously, it's, I think I feel it's going to be harder for Respawn to pull that off. But at the same time, I would assume, uh, you know, they've been working on this game all this time. Surely they have a game plan to keep this going for quite some time. And I think maybe they underestimated the appetite. I think, you know, they gave us quite a bit to chew on right off of, you know, right You're off right. the bat. But uh, unfortunately, just like any other game, no matter how much you try to give us players in the very beginning, the more we like it, the harder we're going to grind it. And we're going to, you know, we're going to play it really hard and find all these things. And then we're going to, few months later, we're going to be like, okay, what else you got? <laughs> you know? And then I'm like, well, we're not quite ready to put that up, but, but, but we want more. We want more, you know? Please, sir. And, yeah. Yeah. Please, please. It is, it is kind of crazy. You're right. I mean, like yeah. we used, we used to like get these, get these games and they were, you know, relatively small in, in today's uh, standards, I guess. And we, we played it, we enjoyed it. And then we were good for like, you know, a year, or multiple years before we got like the next one. You know, the next yeah. bit. Now no, it, so we much. need we need something new in the next couple of months, and I think especially in the battle royale space, like this is where Fortnite freaking thrives. Like it or hate it, like it or hate it, Fortnite reinvents itself at the drop of a hat, man. Yeah, and they're always putting out. You know, and it's different. You know, when you've got a third person shooter, you're right where you can actually see your skin and see what you look like. And then you get a skin in a first person shooter where it doesn't really make a difference unless your name, unless your player's on a banner somewhere or that opening screen, when you pick your, your legend, I mean, that's cool, but you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just not enough. It's just not enough to, um, keep you there i mean it's like not knocking the game i mean it's a fun game it's a great game um like i said it's probably one of the top tier um if not the top tier battle royale game um but you know 
that's all it's going to give you. There's nothing else, you know, so until they drop more heroes and I don't know, more weapons, like Ty said, you know, something different, like that really changes things, you know, it's going to keep going this route. And it's right. gonna look get, at, look at how beat. hard a game like Smite or Paladins has to work. They release new champions right. and heroes and gods uh, every month. Right. All like continuously. They are yep. monthly all the time yep. and they still have uh, have to be creative to keep their player base relevant. And yeah. So, yeah. That's, I mean, you nailed it, man. That's what people want. They want variety. They want the ability to play the game in a different way. Yeah. And Fortnite has done that through the introduction of, of new guns, new uh, weapons in general or new ways mm-hmm. to build or, mm-hmm. you know, carts or movement ability, you know, whatever. They've done a good job of that. Even though they don't have heroes with abilities, they've given everyone these different tools to play the game differently. Right. And so far, Apex has not done that. Yeah. And I think Fortnite's not scared either. You know, they'll drop a new weapon in there. You know, they always, they'll play test those things, but they won't really know what's going to happen once the, the players really get a hold of something. And, you know, they'll drop it in there and let players go at it for like a week or whatever. You know, they'll say, oh, okay, here, you guys can play with this for a week and we'll see how it goes. You know, those sort of things that are just like, man, I mean, it's, that's pretty cool. You know, and that way, if you do find out that it's a little OP or it's game breaking or whatever, well, then, you know, it'll go back, uh, you know, it'll go back on the, on the shelf until they can tweak it a little bit more before they come out with it again, you know? Exactly. All right, moving on. We got a a big bomb this week. PlayStation five has officially been announced and it was in kind of a weird way. So, uh, uh, Sony executive went on, uh, sorry, Sony lead system architect, Matt Kearney went on wired and had an interview, uh, with it, with a reporter there and basically spilled the beans on what they're making with PlayStation five, uh, quote here, uh, it will be powered by CPU based on the third generation uh, AMD Ryzen processors, which are set to come out uh, this summer, uh, and a GPU based on AMD's Radeon Navi, which will support ray tracing and resolutions up to 8K. Cerny also teases new 3D audio technology as a part of the CPU, hinting at a, quote, dramatically different audio experience. The next generation will also have a solid state drive. The speedy bandwidth of an SSD will shrink lengthy load times and hopefully enable faster ways to get into multiplayer matches. Beyond hardware specs, Cerny has good news for PlayStation 4 owners. The next PlayStation will be backwards compatible with all PS4 and support PlayStation VR, though he was hesitant to talk about Sony's next-gen VR plans as well. So anyway, guys, uh, there you go. I mean, that's obviously some major answers that we were waiting to hear back. Tell me what your thoughts are, you know, without, without my giving my commentary on it. I'm curious to hear what you think about those statements there. I, I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Cool. Yeah, uh, well, cool, I mean, man. you know, obviously the, the backwards compatibility thing is a big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's super important um, for Sony um, to do that. And obviously the, 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 the VR, um, cause it seems like they've, they're, they're comfortable with rocking the VR, whereas Microsoft hasn't been, they've not wanted to, to, to get into that. Um, whereas Sony has embraced it. So, I mean, it, you know, I mean, I mean, it's the natural process of things, you know, we, we expect this to be comparable or if not better than, um, the X, um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, then, and then it'll be Microsoft's turn to come out with something that's supposed to be better than the, you know, the P five. So, I mean, 
you know, it's just a natural progression of things and it's, and it's cool. And that's what, that's what makes gaming great is that, you know, it can only get better. Um, the commitment to 8k, uh, it seems like that seems, uh, to be the, the next, the next step in our, you know, high resolution <laughs> step. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I everyone's know, talking 8K, about 8k, 8k. 8k seems like such a gimmick statement to me because it's just, I mean, 8k TVs are so, so rare and so expensive right now. It just seems just right. Like, but I mean, who's what, to say they won't be that rare in three, you know, single digit percentage of people are, are considering owning an 8k. Well, just, that's what I'm wondering. Like, how long is it going to be? You know, because before uh, that's the way it was with 4K. Everyone was rocking 1080P, and it was fine. And you know, and then the the talk of 4K, and it was kind of like, ah, eh, you know, there's not going to be able to uh, many people that are going to be able to 4K, and then go down a few years, and then all of a sudden, everything is almost 4K. And you know, so I feel like now it's going to be the same thing. So for yeah, for the next couple of years, we're going to be talking about 8K, and then next thing you know. Four years down the line, it's going to be like a standard. Everybody's going to see 8K everywhere. You know? Yeah, that, that's exactly know. right. They 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 are looking for 10-year life cycles, and in 10 years, technology will be a completely different. I don't know. Like, Something like resolution like that seems like it's heavily diminishing returns. So, like, I mean. That is it, true. That At what true. point does it, does resolution lose its value? Because it's it resolution's expensive. You think about how much of a price yeah. hike it was when we switched from high def to 4K, and you look mm -hmm. now at the the price difference between 4K and 8K. And mm -hmm. if you look at an 8K TV and you stand next to a very good 4K TV, your eyes are getting to the point where they have a really hard time telling the difference. Mm -hmm. And then it just becomes a bragging rights game. And I like there's value in that, but I don't know how much value there is in that. That's a uh, that, that is be, an excellent uh, point. Yeah, I, I think 10k you should be able to smell what's going on. on the screen. <laughs> you should be able to just like, you know, and you're watching a cooking show and they're and they're and they're cooking a pie. By gosh, at 10k I better be able to smell this pie. Like that's, that's <laughs> what's up. A scratch and sniff TV. That's what I'm Get talking it. about. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> Play it at your own risk. But I don't yeah, know. Well, I mean, uh, go ahead, Benny. I, I, I was just gonna say, like, you're absolutely right. The there's a, there is, but so much our human eyes could actually be able to to tell and differentiate. You know what I'm saying? However, when it when you're able to push certain things at a certain resolution, you'd also assume that it could process more, right? So that is that's really what's going to be the big difference how much how how many polygons can it push at the same time you know like what how what are the the actual uh how many effects can we see at the same time i i think you're right 8k itself by by itself is more gimmicky than anything else especially now with with the current state of technology right down the road that's a different story but what's more important is like what 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 type of what what what's the 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 word I'm looking for, the the terabytes teraflops right? That was that's the big deal right? Everybody wants like the the, the most flops. the most flops. <laughs> we don't right? even know what they are. <laughs> right. But is but that's what it's about Pro processing information. You know what I'm saying? Like how 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 oh, much can you push out? That means for better graphics, better water effects, better smoke effects, better lighting. 
You know what I'm saying? That actually makes more of an uh of a difference than just like oh we we can we will be able to support 8k uh, yeah and you're right i think one thing that's missing from this conversation pretty uh seriously is is frames per second yep uh mm-hmm. there's always been a huge parity between uh every console ever and pc because of the amount of frames they're capable of hitting and if you were to tell me like cool this playstation is going to run every game at 1440p which is less than 4k but it's going to hit 60 frames per second at every game you ever want to play. Dude, sign me right up. Mm-hmm. I will take that every day. I think that'd be outstanding. And I just, I wonder, they, they must have data that shows them that people care more about resolution in general, like the, the general population that's not like a hardcore gamer. Uh, they care more about or put more stock in resolution than they do in frames. But I mean, having played in both and uh, spent a lot of time with, uh, with games in 30 and in 60, uh, man, frames make so much more difference than any type of resolution. Like, like it's not even close. Uh, well, uh, well, I mean, I, I think you become a snob once you get into the 4K realm. You can't... Oh, dude, absolutely you become a snob. Just, I mean, The Division <laughs> has really shown. So, I mean, I play The Division 2 and I got it first on PC because I was gifted a code with the CPU that I bought. And so my first experience with the Division 2 was uh, was at 60 frames a second. And then uh, I started playing on Xbox, and it was like a huge step down for me. Here I am playing on the most powerful console in the world, and I'm I, I, all I can think about is, ugh, like, uh, can I just play on PC again where it was so freaking smooth? <laughs> because it makes a huge difference. So, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, e- either we'll way. I mean, uh, it's still early. It's still early. It's so early. It's it's actually almost too early to really get into it. Like we just got a little bit of a teaser, and that's awesome. Uh, though here's here's the one thing that I'm not excited about, though. What's right? that? Mm-hmm. I'm not excited about the endless argument of like fanboyism. You know, the fanboy wars. Oh, oh. console wars. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, bro. I'm not excited about that. You know, <laughs> like listen, I, yeah. I'm an, I am more of an Xbox guy at the moment, but I I am a, a game guy. You know what I'm saying? I I just want I just want the best platforms. Uh, you know, or consoles for each. I just I would in a perfect world I want us to be able to to play together. You know, and uh, you know, let's just just have your yeah. have your uh your your own games and your own systems i just want to, i just want games i just want games yeah. that's right man yeah man oh well Excuse me, what's uh to play with my friends yeah <laughs> uh the last little uh tidbit i have is a, a nice little bit of uplifting news uh obviously we heard about the uh tragedy in Paris this week with the Notre Dame lighting on fire and, and collapsing the roof. Uh, thankfully there were no one, no one was hurt. No one was killed. No one was uh, in the building at the time of, of the collapse. And so that's a huge, huge relief uh, for everyone involved. But at the same time, this is a huge uh, historical landmark. It's literally been there for hundreds of years. Uh, so uh, being natives of Paris, uh, Ubisoft actually you know did this, this big grand gesture for them and it's donating over half a million dollars uh, to help repair the roof and, and get Notre Dame back to its former glory. And not only that, in order to celebrate uh, the community and uh, the history of uh, the building itself, but also the city, 
uh, Ubisoft is giving away, uh, they're giving away, what was it? Assassin's Creed Unity over the course or this week. So I believe this goes until uh, next week. So if you're listening now, you should be, you should be good to go. Uh, make sure you check Steam. And uh, I, is it on console, guys? I'm not sure if it's on console. No, nah, I think I, I th- sure. uh, it's just on PC. Just on PC, but I believe it is on Steam yeah. and on Uplay. So wherever you decide to play on your yeah. uh, on your Xbox. But anyway, I just thought. Man, I mean, I think we all kind of thought like this is this is a dope move. This is a really cool move, not just from a PR standpoint, but we're like this is a this is a classy move by Ubisoft. Uh, really throwing their weight around within their own community and and bringing to the table just a little bit of goodness in in what is a pretty bad and, and horrific situation. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy to hear about this. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Didn't they? Uh, they they even offered them the uh, the mapping and stuff. Isn't that what they did? Yeah. There? So when Ubisoft was making some of the major buildings that were going to be in Unity, and I'm sure they've done this many times since, uh, they they use computers and sensors and stuff to have, you know physically map the the architecture of the building, and they are offering that to any architect who who takes control over uh, over the, the rebuilding so that, Hey, we have all these scans. We know exactly what this thing looks like. Uh, if you'd like to know, you know, corner for corner and inch for inch, what it was before, here you go. We've done all the scanning for you. You're good to go. All you got to do is just put the blocks back in place. And, uh, I thought that was super nice. I think, I, I, I think that is, uh, it's, it's actually interesting to see how, technology meant for games right can be used in the real in the real world you know yeah and mm. and it was it was a terrible thing i mean i mean just just watching it it's like it's it's such a beautiful building such historical significance and this like you said it's it's nice to see it's a good guy ubisoft stepping in yeah, and I, sure. I, 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 I mean, it's never going to be the same, but, um, you know, hopefully they can, they can rebuild it to, to some extent, you know. There you go. Anyway, guys, that's yeah. it for me on the news today. Thanks so much for uh, sticking with me and, and making it happen. But there you go. That's all I got. All right. Well, thank you so much. Good stuff. Um, yeah, man. So what about, uh, what, what about you there, Buddha? What, what? What goodness do you got? Man, I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nah. uh, I mean, you know, we talked about what was coming out on the Game Pass um, or, or in the past couple podcasts earlier in the month. Um, if you didn't get uh, Technomancer, uh, now uh, it's Outcast: The Second Contact. Um, I believe it's that's a that's a remake of a game. I'm not 100 percent sure. I've ne- never really heard of it until now. Um, uh, PlayStation Plus, uh, same games as before uh, we talked about previously. Uh, the the uh, they still have their spring sale going on for Xbox. Uh, if you haven't picked up uh, Transistor, uh, that's free on the Epic Store right now. Uh, if you're looking for something that's backwards compatible uh, on the Xbox, uh, we've got Ninja Gaiden Two. Uh, that's uh, backwards compatible now. Um, and then uh, looks like we have uh, World of Goo which will be on the Epic store May 2nd. And then the new game that'll be out this week. That's uh, it's going to be a heavy hitter should be uh, mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I keep seeing 
I, I you know, I think I, I don't need to play the game. I think I just want to see all the fatalities. Yeah, that's right. Show me them fatalities. Yeah, because I mean, everyone that I've seen, I'm like, holy cow, this is amazing. Like, I mean, it's it's pretty badass. I unfortunately, if I play the game, I'll never be able to pull those moves off. So I've just got to like live through others. Me and Manny talked about how we're just not very good at fighting games. We'd love to be. We would love to be good at fighting games, but we're just we're just not there. We're just we're just not. No, no. You and speak uh, language, man. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're just gonna have to just you know watch others as they dominate this game. I'll be looking forward to seeing if it uh, get, makes an appearance at Evo at any point in time because uh, I love watching that. But but yeah, that's all I've got. I know Ninja Ninja Gaiden is a freaking crazy game. I'm actually happy mm-hmm. to see that come back. Mm-hmm. You know. Did you ever play it before? Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was a big fan of the Ninja Gaiden games, even from the, the way back when. You know what I'm saying? Like the Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So, oh, so, man, on Nintendo, man. Yo, that Nintendo version was freaking fantastic. Mm. You know, and then Ninja Gaiden one and two, uh, super cool. You know, the the camera was a little finicky, especially with freaking Ninja Gaiden one. Oh my god! But that that was still early in on the uh, the 3D camera days. No, yeah. but either way, yeah, it's gonna be cool. Mortal Kombat 11, oh baby. Um, and yeah, I guess, I guess that's a podcast. That's a podcast, <laughs> um, man. yeah. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for stopping in and hanging out. Much love to uh, to everybody for uh, for uh, uh, giving us your time. Uh, if you're if you're still with us, go ahead and make sure you you go to iTunes and you give us a a, a five star review. You know that would be really really helpful. Uh, again, uh, iTunes, little five star. Drop a little comment. Yeah, that that you know. Go to the twitters, retweet. It helps us. It helps us all. Uh, you can all, uh, make sure you jump into our, our Discord when you, know, you can uh, say hi to Ty, Buddha, or myself. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go to thehardcorecasuals.com slash Discord. That is thehardcorecasuals.com slash Discord. Uh, and while you're at the website, the Hardcore Casuals, make sure to peruse around, drop a comment. Uh, if you'd like on the the podcast notes, we, all the things that we talk about and more, uh, and and if you're there, definitely uh, leave leave some notes, leave some uh, love. Uh, we 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 read it all and we appreciate it all. Uh, and uh, and yeah, and that's it. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, peace. See ya. Excels here, you mos.